Well, good morning. Uh, my name's Ted. This is Jive Talking. We're coming to you from uh, Jolly Roger Sailing Club, and we're located on Edgewater Drive in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, right now, this time of year for us, we still see a little uh, uh, frost on things. I wish I could say that this was sailing season, but we're not there yet. Although it's been sunny. We did have snow this week, but it's been sunny, and uh, we're all thinking about when do we splash our boats. Well, today I have actually somebody that's kind of new to me. I just met him uh, probably a couple months ago. I'm going to have him introduce himself. Hi, my name is Jerry Gates, and I'm new to uh, Jolly Roger. I uh, recently joined uh, Jolly Roger last November, and um, I'm very thankful for being here today. How did you hear about Jolly Roger? I usually ask people that. Well, that came to me um, after building a boat um, last uh, April. My wife and I went to boat building school down in Annapolis, Maryland, and we built a small dinghy sailing craft and um, brought that back home and finished that during the spring and summer of uh, last year. And one of my friends who is a sailor told me that, uh, you know, since my wife doesn't know how to sail, maybe we should take and go down to Jolly Roger and take their classes and join their, their group, and uh, that way my wife could get an opportunity to learn to sail. So we did that, and in so doing, uh, that's how we came to uh, become members here at Jolly Roger Sailing Club. Now, the person who recommended Jolly, are they a member here also, or just they just heard about us? No, they are, they're not a member here. They're actually a member of another boat club, uh, the Monroe Boat Club. That's a very nice club. Have you ever been there? Yes. Very nice. Very nice people and a very nice clubhouse. Yes, and they, they highly recommended that we come down here. Uh, he uh, was part of the... Uh, uh, board members at uh, Monroe Boat Club, and some of the folks here at Jolly Roger do know who he is. Uh, you know, if I were to mention his name, mention but, his name, uh, Roger Dutton. Okay. And um, <clears throat> so he, he uh, recommended that for us, and we came down here. We've met a lot of awful lot of nice folks down here since we've been here in a short time. One of the nice things about the boat clubs around here is um, we have a lot of people who belong to multiple clubs. And we do a lot of functions with other clubs. In fact, they have a, um, a race up there. I think it was called uh, the Sister Race was one of the boat uh, sailing races that they sponsor. And, um, in fact, Phil Fry, who's the Commodore here now, uh, I got to ride on his boat for the Sister Race last year. Um, it was kind of funny because last year when they had the race, um, there was, like, no wind. And, of course, for sailing, that's just... So I didn't, we didn't know if they were going to have the race. The wind was really light. So we were getting ready to start, and um, we go right up to the mark, and the wind dies, and, and Phil uh, ran into the mark. So that was really funny, I thought, but Phil didn't think so. So then he had a penalty. I think you have to go, like, do a 360. I don't know. I don't know all the rules. So, I mean, he came up there so nice, I thought he was trying to moor to it. I was getting out the mooring hook or the, the boat hook, and he said, get away from that. So I, he he didn't think it was funny. But anyways, Monroe Boat Club's a very nice club. They actually have, I think, a women's race in the fall where you have to have so many women on your boat and you can have a man, and it's it's kind of a, a thing. So, uh, well, we're glad you're here. Boat building school, how long does that last? Well, we went there for a, a, a week total. Okay. Uh, the boats are built what's called stitching glue, which basically is a, uh, where you wire the sides together fill them in with epoxy, and then that's what gives it the strength or the core. And so we came home with a shell and had to finish the shell at home. 
And um, again, like I say, it lasted one full week. So at the beginning of the week, you start with a pile of lumber, and at the end of the week, you come home with a haul. So you then, obviously, how did you transport it back? I mean, do you have a truck, or do, you have, do they ship it, or what do you do? Well, yes, you're responsible for taking your own uh, build home with you. And um, the class is actually uh, Chesapeake Lightcraft, which is a, uh, a kit-building uh, company. And they also provide the schools if you want to take and go to the school, which we did attend. And uh, they have other things that they do offer, and one of which is a, uh, a trailer kit. And I had pre-ordered the trailer kit prior to going to uh, uh, Chesapeake Lightcraft and put that together and, and used my truck and hauled the trailer over there and left it there while doing the build and then placed the, uh, the boat on top of the trailer and bring it home. So you have some, it sounds like, extensive uh, abilities in, in building. Like, w- do you have a background in, like, construction or something? Or? Well, I, I have, I'm a, what you would call a cabinet maker. Oh. So I build, I've built cabinets and furniture. Don't talk my, to my wife, okay? Anyways. Okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But anyway, uh, so based upon that, and then uh, I wanted my wife to uh, be part of it, um, so we together uh, uh, applied for the, uh, the schooling over there. And since I didn't have any um, background in fiberglass, I felt that that was a good opportunity to learn that skill and because you are fiberglassing the hall while you're there uh, before coming home. So I, I did get that opportunity while being there. So did I hear you right? You make like kind of like a wire shell first and then you go over top of that or – is that kind of how that works? Yeah, for better for a better way of trying to explain it without um, someone saying it visually, um, the the side of the um, boat is actually shiplapped, and uh, during the shiplap, um, about every twelve to eighteen inches, holes are drilled so that you can stick a wire through the two pieces oh, okay. of wood. Okay. And then you twist that wire together to hold the hold the shape of the the vessel together. And then once all the vessel is put together, um, you epoxy uh, one side of the vessel. That remains that way overnight. And then you flip the boat over and you do the inside of that same seam and remove all the wires. And once that's completed, then, then the vessel is, uh, has formed its shape. So this would be instead of having to, like... Uh bend wood if you will like is that be the alternative you know they they used to in the old days they'd steam it and bend it yes that's correct and it's also a faster build because um, if you were to see the amount of material that you're given which is the kit itself and then see the end result at the end of the week uh, it's really a very very fast way of constructing a a boat to to, uh, to be able to launch it into the water now, how, how long is the boat? How big is the boat? The one we built is, is 12 foot. Okay. Uh, but this company uh, that I referred to, they, uh, they make canoe kits, uh, uh, larger sailing kits than, uh, than we purchased. And um, they have classes. Uh, uh, there's a couple of different locations throughout the U.S. where they hold these classes. We happen to go to the home office to do ours, which is in Annapolis, Michigan, or Annapolis Maryland. Excuse me. Okay. Now, have you put it in the water and sailed it yet? Um, now, that's the laughable part. No, we have not. <laughs> it's not. It's not touched the water as of yet because it did take, um, even though you have the hull built by the time you come home, it still took me finishing-wise and uh, rigging-wise and so on 
until the uh, end of August, the beginning of uh, September of last year, which we started in April. So that's how long it actually took me for completion of the boat. And by that time, um, we had other activities that needed to be addressed and uh, were unable to uh, get the boat in the water. I bet it's going in this year. It is. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Are you going to dock it here, or are you going to trailer it, or what's we'll, the plan? We'll probably trailer that one. Okay. Uh, we do have a second one, which we uh, acquired, and there's a story behind that as well. But, um, but yes, we'll, we'll have both of them in the water. Well, tell me the story now. I want to know. Oh, well, um, because of the way that the, the dinghy is, um, I considered it probably to be a wet boat. Okay. My wife has to, as I said before, has to be um, satisfied that, um, I'm not sure how to put it into words, but, you know, they have to enjoy what it is that you're doing or they're not going to be happy. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm thinking because this boat's going to be a wet boat, and after coming down here to some of the functions at Jolly Roger, maybe we should get an enclosed boat. Okay. So I put on Facebook at the time, I said, uh, I'm in Michigan, I would like to buy a trailer sailor, tell me what you have. A few days later, I get a message that said, uh, well, I want you to go to this website if you would, because I think you're a vet. And if you are a vet, I'd like for you to look at this website. And I'm thinking, well, that's really, really a very strange question to ask somebody, you know, when they're trying to buy a boat. But I went to the website and after looking at the website, it had all the credentials on it, and, and the person who, who contacted me as being the primary contact on this website, and I thought, okay, um, I, I told the guy, yes, I'm a vet, and I've looked at your website, and he says, give me a call. So the name of the website was called Warriors at Sale, and it's a private organization um, that what they do is they go around the country and they pick up... Uh, what I would consider to be dilapidated or old used boats or what have you, and they restore them. And then after they restore them, they give them to a veteran. But the veteran does have to do what he calls some sweat equity into the boat, meaning you have to, there's a lot of finishing stuff that you have to do. So I had several conversations with him last November, and he uh, and I made arrangements for uh, going down to uh, North Carolina where Warriors at Sale is located. And I went down there in January. I spent uh, 10 days down there working on this, on this boat. I now have it back at home, uh, but in the process, um, I find that there's a lot of little nuances that you have to take and purchase to, to, to finish it to get it ready for, for the water, and that's what I'm doing now with it. So what, how big a boat is that one? Well, this one is a 22-foot Catalina. Oh, yeah, okay. Nice and, boat. Yes, and one of the things that they do uh, in conjunction with um, not only giving you this boat, but uh, they also give you brand-new sails, which is certainly a, a, an expensive endeavor if, you, uh, yes, if you're going is. out to buy new ones. Uh, this particular boat does have roller furling, so... Uh, you're spoiled now. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, and it has a, a 150 Genoa. So, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's coming around. Um, and then the other thing that uh, this, this uh, organization does is they buy your first year in the Catalina organization. Um, uh, is it called? I think it's called Club or something like that. 
it's a national organization. Oh, I'm not aware of that. Yeah, so they uh, there's a national organization for Catalina 20, 22s. Okay. And I bet um, Don Kirsten would know about that. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I've met, I've met Don. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and yeah, so he buys the, he buys your first year membership for that, and then you, know, you keep it up uh, after that. I would I would grant. That is nice. Now, is this an ongoing thing they continue to do? Yes, they 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 have been doing this. My understanding since uh, uh, 2014, uh, donating boats to veterans throughout uh, throughout the United States. Uh, the gentleman who currently is running it in North Carolina, uh, he's he's in his 80s, and so now it's being transferred to another gentleman who is in um, Atlanta, Georgia, I believe. And by the end of this year, um, the organization will be down there. By the way, each one of these boats, they get, a, uh, they get their own particular name. Uh, they all have the same beginning, but with a different ending. And what that is, is that they're all named Freedom, and then some number. And the number represents uh, the boat. And so my boat is the 25th, I, I, I guess, given to another veterans, because my boat's number is Freedom 25. That is awesome. I mean, I, I, I like – now, I assume these guys are vets themselves. Well, no? the, the guy who I dealt with is not a veteran, but the gentleman who is taking over and going to continue on with this in um, um, the southern states, is he is a veteran. So you were telling me the boat you got from Warriors at Sale, that there's a story that goes with that particular boat. Let's hear that. I'm, I'm interested. Well, when I when I got down to North Carolina, um, the boat that he had originally uh, chosen for me to work on, uh, we began working on it on that Monday. And uh, while working on it, there was an awful lot of soft spots in it. And as we started taking the, the uh, stuff off of the deck of the boat, we found that it was pretty pretty rotten between it, on the inner core. And um, we kept working on it and kept working on it, and I was, I was a little bit discouraged because I thought, this really isn't going to turn out as well as I anticipated before going there, and I thought, maybe I had made a mistake about going down there. So on Tuesday of that week, um, he's telling me, you know, there, we might have to think about this boat a little bit, and while we do that, why, why don't we move some of these other boats around in the yard out here and and um, uh, we'll, we'll come back to this one a little bit later. So while we're moving all these boats around, uh, I came across the boat that I actually got. And I thought, when I saw it, I thought, wow, this thing really is in good shape. Um, and I just wondered, I said to him, I said, I bet that boat belongs to somebody. He says, no, that boat doesn't belong to anyone. I had originally talked to you about that boat, but you said you needed a swing kill because of the low... Um, draft at uh, the place that you're going to be at up in Michigan. And um, he said, uh, you know, that one has a wing kill on it. And uh, I didn't think that that would work out for you. But, you know, the draft on that's not that much different when the, uh, the kill is retracted on a, on a um, retractable kill Catalina. He says, you want that boat? I said, sure. So that's the boat we started working on, and, that, and that's eventually the boat that I brought home. So how much time did you have into the other boat before you realized that, eh, maybe this isn't for me? 
Well, we had two days in it. Ooh. And, um, you know, I didn't want to say anything because of the graciousness of uh, I understand of them providing a, a free boat, you know. But I thought, wow, I'll take it home, but I don't know what I'm going to do with it just because of the, the, the areas where uh, the deck was awfully soft and, uh, you know, bouncy. And so <clears throat> I was very, very glad when uh, he said, maybe we, we should scrap this boat total. And that's what they did. They scrapped what they could off of that particular boat to put on other boats. And uh, they just let that haul go. At least you didn't have a couple weeks into it, and then all of a sudden they're like, eh. Right, right. I was very thankful. I didn't, Like I say, I didn't want to say anything due to the fact that it was was going to be given to me. But at the same time, I was, I was really discouraged. But, boy, it sure ended up being a, a really good thing uh, getting this other boat because it's, a, it's very sound. Yeah, what you guys listening can't, can't see is we got to see pictures of the boats and and it looks very nice and the boat he built that he was talking about earlier with the kit looks very nice uh you did a good job obviously your skills as a cabinet maker obviously come into play here with being able to work with wood i'm sure yes oh yes but you know the even on the kit though someone who is not skilled would have similar results especially if they went to the boat building school that uh, chesapeake lightcraft offers Due to the fact that uh, the uh, instruction that they give you is so so hands-on that uh, the novice would be able to to have a, a thing of beauty at the end. Okay, well, thanks for telling us about that that different boat because uh, that's that just shows that they're just not trying to give somebody something to get rid of it, but they really want to give them a gift, something that's quality, something that if they put time into, they're going to be proud of and. And it sounds like they want to be proud of having given you something of quality versus just saying, eh, we got to get rid of this. Because, yeah, I would have been a little disappointed. I would have done like you. I would have taken it, been gracious, say, you know, thank you very much. You know, this is nice. And, and then figured out what I wanted to do next. But you didn't have to do that. They realized that it wasn't the right thing. And, and so they scrapped it. And it looks like you ended up with a gem. Yeah, I'm very I'm very pleased and, and very thankful as well. I mean... Who would have thought that there's an organization out there that offers um, um, a, a veteran an opportunity to learn how to sail, have a vessel that um, is uh, water worthy, so to speak, and uh, and just basically give them to them. I mean, it's they they operate on donations, and the donations are generally the boats, and um, and then they go from there. I mean, it's, I was just overtaken by their, their graciousness. Thanks for sharing that. That was pretty cool. I mean, uh, who would have known? Yeah, if it, wasn't, awesome. if it wasn't for me putting, putting on Facebook that I was looking for something, and this particular person who um, is in charge of uh, Warriors at Sale um, would decide to finally select me as a recipient of one of these. How do you think books. they found you? I mean, is there a... Do they just scour search, or did you go to a certain place, or well, how do you think uh, they found you? Of course, on Facebook, you know, there's a lot of different groups, and I, I, yeah, was, in, yeah. I was in Catalina, 22 groups. So they probably watched and, that. And um, I, I put this into one of the Catalina 22 groups, and and then when I got the uh, th this particular response, um, like I said earlier, prior to Thanksgiving of last year, I had several telephone conversations with this gentleman, and... Uh, uh, I, I even remember telling him, well, you know, if you select me, I would really appreciate uh, the opportunity. And, and then finally, towards uh, shortly after uh, Thanksgiving, he started sending me a lot of pictures of his shop and, 
and other boats that have been um, uh, passed on to veterans. And uh, we set up arrangements for me to come down there. I, I said to him, I have the opportunity to come in January. Would that work? And um, he said that would certainly work. I did stay at a hotel while I was there. I want to mention that. I did stay at a hotel, but he does offer a back room to veterans who obviously are not uh, able to stay at a hotel. So they can uh, stay there at the shop and uh, and uh, have a place to sleep and so on and then work during the daytime there. Did you think it was a scam at first? Some way there was going to be some, some catch and they wanted money or kind of like the uh, giving your money to the Prince of Nigeria deal? Well, that's that's what I was said earlier. I mean, when when someone said to me, I think you're a vet, take a look at this website and tell me what you think. I mean, when somebody says that to you, you, you kind of wonder, well, are they Man. are they playing on you or what, Man. you know? And so That is so awesome. Yeah. But after looking at the website is when I decided to say, yes, I'm I'm a vet and I've looked at your website and then, then he said give me a call and I gave him a call and things led led on to uh acquiring of this boat uh, as a result of those few phone calls i think you know i i I do and i know people say this and i hope it doesn't sound trivial thank you for your service because let's face it you traded part of your life you know time to defend the country to help um that's one of the reasons like the shirts we have for the uh podcast um there's an organization a veterans organization that my daughter uses so I said, you know, I'm going to use them because I wanted to support this guy's business. And somebody said, well, is, what's the price? I said, you know what, I, I don't really care. I'm going to pay a little bit more because I want to support his business. And my son-in-law right now is, is stationed at Camp Lejeune, and, and my daughter plays kickball. That's the big thing in the military for the women. And they always get their shirts from this guy. And, and again, he's a veteran guy, and, and I'm glad there are people out there that to do these kinds of things uh but because we always hear about these scams people scamming veterans scamming elderly scam but to see that this was legit these people have a big heart yeah especially for this guy because he's not even a vet himself and but he's doing all this for veterans and um it's just a a, a remarkable thing to come across it is that's pretty cool okay now so now you have two boats are you looking for any more boats uh, no, not at this time. Two, oh, I think, is plenty. <laughs> now, I think your wife will probably be happier with riding on the 22 than, than the other boat you have, I bet. Well, I would think so because we came here for one of the sailing um, regattas uh, last fall before uh, the end of season. And um, we went on uh, one of the uh, club-owned boats for uh, the 22 series. And uh, she got to helm that boat, and she really, really had a good time. Who did you get to go on the boat with? Do you um, remember? I think his name was Dave. David Gonzalez, maybe? It doesn't matter. Well, I can't think, of, but I think his name was Dave. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tell you, when my wife gets on the helm, and, and she goes periodically, I mean, I have a great schedule because I'm a school nurse, and I have the whole summer off. So, you know, she works a Monday-Friday job and only gets off you know, evenings, weekends. But when I get her out, she loves being on the helm too. And I think, like I said, I've said many times, even on the show, she's better on the helm than I am. She she can feel when the boat's trimmed right. She doesn't even have to look. And and I don't I don't have that. And I was on, I probably sailed my boat twenty five times last year and 
I I still got to look at the at the telltales and but she can just feel it. Yeah, the only the only um, real issue, uh, and I'm not, I'm not sure how you learn to accommodate for this, but she does have a little bit of a distance problem, so she thinks she's closer than she really is. But she's real good at keeping it on 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 the heel. No, that's, that's a nice feel. Now, was this the first time you've been sailing this summer? Or? Well, it's the first time my wife has been sailing okay. in her entire lifetime. I sailed some 40 years ago. All right, so you have a little experience. Yes, but I've probably forgotten more than I've known. Yeah, but at least, you, you know, you have a, a little bit. I had somebody tell me when I got my boat, they said, I can teach you to make your boat move in about two hours, but you'll spend a lifetime figuring out how to sail it. I didn't know what that meant at the time, and now I'm like, yeah, I get it. You know, I can make a move. I'm, I'm just still in that stage where the boat will move. But uh, as far as all the nuances of sailing, uh, I need experienced people, get them on the boat and pick their brain. And nice thing is, too, we have a lot of those people here. And one thing about Jolly Roger, we were talking about this the other day at the club, is I think in our DNA is um, just friendliness, people willing to share People willing to share their knowledge, share their boats. Because we have a lot of people here who belong, don't even have boats, go on boats with other people. They come here for the social aspect of it. Uh, and, and I guess it wasn't what I expected when I came to a, a boat club, a sailing club. You know, I, I guess I pictured like the old Gilligan's Island, you know, Thurston Howell walking around with a, a blazer. And you now we have people who have blazers. But the point is that's not it at all. We have young people sitting with older people. You know, sharing ideas, taking them out sailing, and uh, I just think uh, I just think that's awesome. Well, one of the things that I really like so far about the club in my short tenure with the club is I've noticed uh, a very large influx of new people. Um, I mean, I consider myself extremely new, but even after um, I had joined, uh, my wife and I, uh, I've seen probably another four or five couples. Uh, and then uh, uh, who have joined the club as well. So there's a lot of new people coming in, which, which really is a good, good thing to say about uh, Jolly Rogers Ailing. The other thing we're seeing is kind of interesting is we're seeing a lot of younger people coming in. You know, a lot of times clubs get a lot of retired people, which we have, which is probably the majority, but we have a lot of younger couples in their 40s, 30s, even in their 20s uh, coming in now. Uh, I know I know the Commodore now, Phil, will say because sailing is eco-friendly, some people are more into that. I don't know if it's that or COVID's over, people are looking for something to do or a combination of both. But, yeah, we have had, I think right now, total membership, we're about 160. Now, that's that's combined of people that are have boats. Some people are social members. Some people are associate and um, we did a show on membership, and I'll be honest, I don't know, understand all the levels, but the club is healthy, the club is growing, the club is friendly. You know, if anybody out there is looking for something to do, we do have our website is in the process of being completed, but it is revamped, it is beautiful. And if you go to Jolly Roger and do a search, Jolly Roger Sailing Club, do a search, you can go to our website. It lists the events that are coming up. Uh, we're Right now, we finished up Euchre. And we're going to be starting probably in a couple weeks into trivia. So a lot of people like to come out. Last year we had um, Captain Ron trivia night. It was one of the nights we had. We watched the Captain Ron movie, and then we then we did trivia based on it. And it was a hoot. But 
But um, Phil does the uh, trivia. It's very fun. So if you're looking for something to do, and then of course we'll start into adult sailing. Will be coming up. And um, you did say you went to the adult sailing, right? No, we, no? we're going to do that this year. Okay. But that's one of the really neat advantages that I believe uh, Jolly Roger has to offer is the fact that they, you know they do the the junior sailing for the youngsters, um, which uh, will help them in their adult years when they they get to uh, a larger boat. And then the fact that uh, folks like uh, my family, uh, where my wife doesn't know anything at all from, uh, from uh, verbiage to uh, how to handle a vessel, uh, will be able to get taught uh, during this uh, spring and summer at the uh, adult sailing classes. So, I mean, there's a lot that really is offered within this club that's not offered probably within, you know, a 60 to an 80 mile range of this location. And uh, it just makes it very convenient for uh, for someone who is new, uh, and the welcoming has been um, just astonishing. How how uh, welcomed uh, the club makes you feel. Yeah, the the, ju- the uh, of course I head up the junior sailing uh, in the summer, and it and I'm going to do another uh, show on that at some point. Is awesome. The kids are so much fun. It, one of the most fun things about the junior sailing is the amount of the regular members that come out uh, that come out to help with the juniors. I, you know, at first I wasn't sure how much involvement we'd have, and you know, any given night you might have five, six, you know, members. I would say senior members, just meaning they're not kids, but people out sharing, helping the kids helping the kids put the boats in the water. In fact, I had a uh, meeting a couple weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, it doesn't matter. Anyways, and uh, I had a lot of uh, members show up for the meeting, and I, I, w- I was floored. But adult sailing right now is how we get probably the majority of our members. But a lot of people come that don't want to join the club for adult sailing. That's okay if you want to learn how to sail. Usually they run about 30 per session. We'll do 60 in a summer. Uh, Neil... Whitehead has kind of um, taken upon himself to kind of um, head that up. He has a combination of actually lessons combined with 10 hours on the water. And uh, it's not a certification. Like some people say, ask, is it ASA certification? No, but that costs probably about four times as much. Do I say you should get ASA certified? I would say that's helpful if you're going to go somewhere to rent a boat. But if all you want to do is learn how to sail and um, you will know enough. You'll get enough time to decide is sailing for you. You'll meet people that'll go with you on your boat, and we have a place to dock boats. Uh, the draft is a little, probably about anything. You probably need to be three feet, maybe four. But so the river here, Ottawa River, is not as deep. And then a lot of our members dock out at Menkees. Uh, so we have members here. We have members with bigger boats out there. So if you're looking to you know, what's sailing about, you'll start to see on our website come up about adult sailing. They may even have registration up now. Do you know if they do? Have you looked, Jerry? I haven't had a chance to look yet, okay. but uh, I, I I do know that there's been some rumors that it's going to be coming up soon. So, um. And I will say, and this isn't a sales pitch, but it fills up every year. So if, if you're listening to this and uh, you're thinking about adult sailing, go to our site uh usually like i said they get full real quick usually the second session doesn't fill up as quickly as the spring session the fall session sometimes can be a little more difficult getting 10 hours on the water 
Oh, it is on the site. I, I just got the thumbs up from uh, the uh, engineer, the sound engineer, telling me that it is up on the site right now. So if you want to check it out, go there. But anyways, uh, thanks for coming in today, Jerry. I, I really was interested in this. Now, what is the name of that organization again? Mention them again. Warriorsatsale.org. Warriorsatsale.org. Yes. Now, if somebody was a vet and possibly wanting to inquire, are they pretty receptive to people contacting them, or do they like to reach out to somebody? You know, I don't really know the answer to that, but there is a phone number, and the gentleman's name is on the website, and I'm sure if a vet is listening and wanted to make that call to find out, uh, I'm sure they'd be more than accommodating with answers for them. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Anyways, one of the things I wanted to mention that a lot of times I don't is uh, – uh, first, of course, I want to say thanks again, Jerry, for coming out. Uh, this is, it's awesome. The members have been very involved with this podcast. They've been very giving of their time, and they have some great stories. One of the things I've been asked about sometimes is, well, how would I contact you if you guys wanted a show, uh, interested in a certain topic? If you don't like what we're doing, then you can email Phil. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but our website is JRSC, which is, or excuse me, our email. I'll get it right eventually. JRSC, Jolly Roger Sailing Club. So JRSC, Jibe Talking. And that's the name of the, the uh, show. So JRSC, Jibe, J-I-B-E, Talking.com. And if you send me up, you know what? You're going to have to erase this. I'm going to start over. All right. Just so you can get reach out and get in contact with me if you want to, our email address is jrsc, which stands for Jolly Roger Sailing Club, jibe talking, J-I-B-E, talking, at gmail.com. I know you won't hear it, but it only took me like three or four times to give you that email. This is a new email address we haven't been using. So the other thing is kind of interesting is I know we have a few listeners that are outside the United States. Uh, I'm just curious if anybody's listening to this particular show, shoot us an email. I'm curious how you found us because it's more than just a couple people. I know we've seen France, Belgium, places like that. I don't know if you're from the United States and you just were looking for something on the Great Lakes, but I'd be interested to know. So reach out to me if you have any ideas for shows you'd like to hear or changes you'd like to make. So thanks for joining Jive Talking, and we'll see you next time.